I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. All right. We were just talking about um, the world and how it's one giant Shitty assholes is what we (laughs) were talking about. Shitty (laughs) assholes. Everyone's terrible. And it's a surprise. And Katrina needs a bidet. I don't, I'm not getting effing bidet. It'll change your life. Speaking of first world problems. Ren, let's just, okay, let's scrap the episode we were going to do and tell me how much you love your bidet. Um, you know, I don't feel comfortable with that. We're also not having a whole episode <laughs> on something that I'm annoyed with. <laughs> I mean, and Why I you do that with me? Well, you know, I used to be annoyed with shitty assholes, Katrina, and then I got a bidet. <laughs> and ever since then, that has not been an issue. <laughs> Sorry. I go Did ahead. everybody miss Mitchell? Just <laughs> give us your comments. <laughs> Um, well speaking of shitty assholes that's what we're here about but not literal shit like assholes we're talking about humankind and all of its just disgrace as of late Um, yeah um so there's a couple really gnarly let me rephrase there's a lot of really gnarly things going on in the world right now there are two that are pretty pertinent to this podcast but they're so awful that i didn't want to do a whole episode on each one so yeah. we're gonna we're just gonna do one real real rough one. Um, <laughs> we're gonna keep it short too, since it sucks. And that is not Mitch peeing in the background. That's him putting water in his cup. FYI, everybody, it's fine. But he does when he leaves. So the you like, think? Yeah, I would say oftentimes though he is tinkling. So just every once in a while, we're gonna leave it up to you guys to decide what it is in the background you're hearing. Um, <laughs> uh, write in, write in your guesses. Um, <laughs> earlier he was just bonus points for guessing shitty assholes Go ahead. <laughs> no bon- no bonus points will be awarded and may god have mercy on your soul go, go run the bidet for, for a like, minute i say points for like the weirdest answers yeah so we're gonna start with what are relatively as katrina said earlier first world problems but still terrible and kind of hands made tale-esque um, more so than it's ever been. So um, you might have heard about Texas's new abortion law. Um, no, what? You didn't hear about it? Hmm. Yeah. Did. <laughs> you didn't hear about Shitty it. Asshole. Go ahead and pause this and Google it now. So <laughs> you just have to name this well, episode. You don't, Shitty you don't asshole. Because I'm gonna fill you in. Oh. So, Uh, A new law went into effect in September right now um, because the U.S. Supreme Court uh, basically did nothing about a law that pretty flagrantly goes against Roe versus Wade. Um, It bans abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. So, and we'll get into more about why that's utter bullshit after this. So, Uh, The law allows private citizens to sue abortion providers and anyone else who helps a woman obtain an abortion, including those who give a woman a ride to a clinic or provide financial assistance to obtain an abortion. Private citizens who bring these suits don't need to show any connection to those who are suing. So that means someone can sue you if you are an Uber driver who gives a woman a ride to an abortion clinic and she gets an abortion after six or somebody who sees you drop somebody off can take your tag and 
and take a picture of you and have you sued. It's just some random person. Uh, this can also um, include insurance companies or someone who tries to file a claim with the insurance company for abortion services. Um, this can also include anyone who intends this behavior. Listen, the law is unconstitutional in its existence. It's not, there's no way this is going to, like, uh, unfortunately, the Supreme Court just it is. Went, eh, we'll deal with it on Tuesday and just let it roll. And they're like, we're not going to deal with it now. And so it did go into effect, but it had like it. There's no way like there's absolutely like, because it's completely unenforceable. It's a five to four. It was a five to four decision. John Roberts was the only conservative who crossed over to vote with the well you know why and so and I there's this whole article and so Chief Justice Roberts who I actually like I've seen him speak in person he is conservative he's made no I mean it's not a secret but he is a good judge he knows the law he is very brilliant and so yeah he crossed party lines because he upheld the law and well tried to uphold the law which, which is, is what judges are supposed to do especially not, not the ones in the highest laws. court of the land that is Correct. our highest court he is a very good chief justice but this is exactly what happened when we had two trump appointed um justices come in in the last couple of years well and to be fair following the law is a pretty low bar for someone to be a great justice like, well, <laughs> sure. I mean, but I mean, he, kn- I, I'm not right. not praising him. He did the right thing. He's, I'm just saying like, it's really sad that we're at a point where like, job. he right. really did his job, the bare minimum for his job that he's supposed to do. Right. And, and the rest, uh, you know, just disregarded it basically. So anyone who successfully sues an abortion provider under this law could be awarded at least $10,000 also attorney fees uh, pr- to prepare for that. Uh, the Texas Right to Life has set up what it calls a whistleblower website where people can submit anonymous tips about anyone they believe to be violating the law. Defendants who are successful uh, are not able to recoup attorney's fees. So you can be accused. You can be successful. It doesn't work out, but you still have had to pay all this money. Still screwed. Yeah, they're just going to screw you no matter how they, how, how they can. The law makes no exceptions for rape or incest. And even with abortions are before six weeks, they cannot refer to them as anything other than the unborn child fetuses. <sighs> um, so other states have tried to do this, but laws have been challenged by abortion rights groups and blocked by federal courts repeatedly. Um, someone from the Texas Right to Life said his organization is working with activists in multiple states who are eager to replicate this model if it succeeds in blocking access to most abortions in Texas. One teeny tiny, teeny little bright spot is this guy named Sean Black, who goes by Black underscore Madness 21 on TikTok. He created a bot that makes it easy to submit fake tips to the whistleblower website created by Texas Right to Life. So he created an IO shortcut that anyone can use to automatically fill out false reports. um, And it even puts in local zip codes for authenticity. Uh, He he was blocked. Eventually, like they blocked his IP address, but he was able to get 300 in before that uh-huh. and has created a way for other people to do so. Well, so I'm straight disgusted. To that um, point, again, it's such a ludicrous 
law that it, it's a it's super vague like there's no standards or anything it's yeah you can sue anybody that has anything to do with anything related to an abortion and it's like well what the fuck do you think is going to happen like everybody's going to be like well i'm going to sit out here and watch for abortionists and then i'm going to make a buttload of money somebody to sue these people why the fuck do I get to sue? Like you've turned everybody into a, you've turned the entire fucking state into a militia against yeah, abortionists yeah. where people are just going to be like, I don't like you. I'm going to sue you for abortion. I'm a dude. I can't have an abortion. I don't care. I heard you talking about it and I need some money. So fuck you. It's just the most asinine shit I've ever heard. I'm wow. sorry. I'm, I'm shouting. You think but it's, it's going to be bad? Wait till wait till the the first successful suit. No, it's, it's fucking insane. Like they will have one. They, I they, promise you, they will have one. We had they, McDonald's was sued successfully for you know burning somebody's crotch. You know that was that was that's more complicated. That sure, was there is more layers to that. There is, but I mean, but I can name a million frivolous bullshit there are frivolous that have gone through oh, no. and been successful including people being sued for her, a home and somebody in you know breaking into their home and getting hurt that's but, been those have been successful lawsuits so there will be one of these and it will really empower the people well the fucked up part of it is that there's no they they don't need a basis for being for suing it's not no. that the baby <laughs> it's not that the, the unborn parents. child is suing the parent. It's that Jim on the corner saw you on like go to the abortion clinic and decides to make a payday on it. Yeah. Like it's it's that fucking asinine where it's like, oh, citizens are it's fucking Mayberry shit. Citizens Arrayus, citizens Arrayus. You know, it's, it's I, I'm gonna be honest. I it's I think it's straight up evil. I I if you really cared about it's not gonna having bite them in the ass if you really gave a shit about not having abortions you would have comprehensive sex education and promote contraceptives period the end anything else is just trying to control women and the worst part of this is it will vastly affect uh women who don't have a lot of money people who are underprivileged if you have a lot of money you could just go to another state and get an abortion but Texas is not a small place. It takes money to travel. So, and, and by the way, as the only person on this podcast who has actually been with child, um, a lot of people don't know by six weeks that they're pregnant. I know this isn't news to most people, but most a lot of people, people don't believe it. A lot of people don't believe that. But I heard someone recently who was on IVF and they didn't know. So this is someone who is like actively daily wanting to know if they're pregnant or not. And they didn't know until four and a half weeks. And I will tell you after the dragon was born, my periods went haywire, right? All over the place. And so we had a stint where I went quite a while without a period. <laughs> Shane and I were freaking out and taking all these pregnancy tests. Like not everybody has a period every month. I've known a woman who gave birth twice, like went into the hospital in labor, never having known she had been pregnant in the first place. She did that twice. And 
I feel like there are some underlying issues there that maybe she had some, she did have some reproductive health problems and, you know, she, but she had really easy pregnancies. And so she didn't have a whole lot of the adverse effects. It was, she was built in a way that provided coverage sure. for it. And, um, I'm have, sorry. That was the nicest way I've ever heard anybody say fat. <laughs> I don't appreciate that term. And so I try not to use it. Um, well, we needed a whole episode about that because I feel like we need to destigmatize the word fat. But yeah. I mean, I'm so, taking it back. He was not, she, no, she really, and I mean, I, I don't like, I, she wasn't, I don't think of her as fat. She's just built in a way that provided coverage for her people, pregnancies. People just, show in different ways. Right. That's right. And so, and she, um, and she had three pregnancies, one of which she knew like she was pregnant. And still had a really easy labor, but the other two she just didn't know. And so, yeah, but, I mean, six weeks have to you may not know. Extreme. You know, often people don't right. realize they're pregnant in the first six weeks. Right That's away, very common. Sure. Like, right? It's no, so, it's the majority don't realize by six weeks, and unless then, like uh, you're actively like again like yeah. if you are seeking it yes. out. Yes, absolutely. Um, but like I said, this is going to vastly affect women who are already underprivileged and, and basically trap them in poverty. So congratulations, state of Texas. You're an asshole. You failed again. And thank you, Supreme Court. For not doing for, your job. For not doing your job. For not doing your job and taking us one step closer to Gilead really appreciate it it's really like texas and florida are competing to be biggest shitty assholes. assholes we're not doing much better here in tennessee let's be honest no we're, we're not honest. we're not oh i i guarantee you our legislature is just getting their act together so they can oh. here and i will i am we already tried yeah i'm furious i well i know but this whole like the website takes it to another level. The whistleblower yeah. thing and the fact that other people can profit off accusing someone of having this scarlet letter that shouldn't be a scarlet yeah. letter anyway. Well, that's and again, it's going to backfire. It's, it, it, there's no way that it won't. When you give that much power to Morons. the people that it, it's it's just gonna get fucking crazy quick well the fact that there's no there's no exceptions for rape or incest are you we kidding me i mean we also already know that the general public are fucking idiots right i mean come on let's be honest we as a general public are are barely functional no it's what i'm saying like it, and especially when you throw a financial gain at them sure. it's like hey You've, here you go here's you did, Here's yeah. free money just for accusing your neighbor of something it, it, because you are a shitty asshole. You said it best. We did. We effectively formed a, a militia. Yeah. A, a posse. A, a, you know, a, a, I mean, mm -hmm. you're 100% right. So on this whole shittiness, this is truly a first world problem with what else has gone on this week. Thank you for moving us on because I could be mad about that for an hour. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's really hard. It's really hard to say this, but that is a, among the least of the world's problems right now. Um, 
So well, I think so. What let's be super clear. It is a huge problem. It's a systematic problem, but compare like and, and for the women who it is already severely affecting and who's it's changing their lives, we we are not saying that it's not. And we're not minimalizing this, but in the grand perspective of the shit world we're in right now, um, we pulled out of Afghanistan and the Taliban took over again. Um, well, actually they didn't, they hadn't taken over before we get in there and now they have taken over and they are officially in charge, which has a lot of repercussions and it will have the strictest and worst repercussions on the women in Afghanistan. Let me, let me read my list before I do. I want to mention, this isn't something that I learned until like college before the Taliban originally took over women in Afghanistan, weren't walking around in burqas. They were walking around in skirts and heels and jeans and whatever like the normal, hell else they like, wanted to. Yeah. Like East, like a uh, Western culture. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure it was different still than it was here in America, but it's not like it's not like it's always been this way for them. And I think that that is something that most people don't understand. Uh, I'll say most Americans, because maybe they're more educated in other parts. Well, we all think, (laughs) we all think everybody in the Middle East is, looks and acts and dresses a certain way. I mean, and we need to like get over ourselves and our, you know. So women officially gained equality under the 1964 constitution in Afghanistan. Uh, The last time the Taliban controlled the country from 96 to 2001, they enforced an extreme interpretation of Sharia law, forcing women to wear burqas, shuttering schools, and beating those who went out in public unaccompanied. Uh, Of course, since we invaded in 2001, women's rights have uh, improved. Um, In 2003, fewer than 10% of girls were enrolled in primary schools. By 2017, that number had grown to 33% while female enrollment in secondary education grew from 6% in 2003 to 39% in 2017. Uh, 3.5 million Afghan girls were in school with 100,000 studying in universities. So is that enough? Of course not, but you can see that it's a giant improvement. Um, Women's life expectancy grew from 56 years in 2001 to 66 in 2017. Uh, And their mortality during childbirth declined uh, from one, 1,100 per 100,000 live births in 2000 to 396 per 100,000 in 2015. We should all uh, hate all these anti-abortion people should be super happy. How you feel about that guys? I'd love to hear this because, you know, we've talked and let me go back to this one real quick. You know, women who are of color are talked into abortions because God help us. We can't have any more people of color, but white women are often talked out of them more. We just need all them white babies. I want to see, how do you guys feel about a Muslim baby being brought into this world more effectively? Okay, I'm done. I'm done with my rant. Okay, let's go back to the horrors of Afghanistan. By 2020, 21% of Afghan civil servants were women, compared with almost none during the Taliban years. 16% of them in senior management levels and 27% of Afghan members of parliament were women. Um, a UN study revealed that 80% of Afghan women experienced domestic violence, some 50% of women in Afghan prisons, and 95% of such girls have been jailed for moral crimes, such as having sex outside of marriage. Let's just say it. Katrina and I would be in jail for life. 
I mean, of course, women are going, I mean, they're, they're being subjected to spousal abuse and everything more. And their whole entire society has told them that women are less. We talked about dehumanizing people. They're less, they're not the same class of citizen. Of course, we're going to beat them. Uh, so this time around, here's, here's some great news, guys. The Taliban has officially pledged to respect women's rights within the frameworks we have and rule on behalf of all Afghans. But many inside and outside the country do not trust the militant group, given its record of oppressive rule and gender-based violence. Um, in recent weeks, the Taliban forces have surged triumphantly across the country. Um, and it feels like the pretense of moderation is over with alarming reports emerging of school closures, movement restrictions, and women forced to leave their jobs. So what this looks like is them going door to door after people they assume to be against them or allies of the United States. You know, women who are on sports teams are being told to like burn any photo of them that has them in, you know, athletic gear, like this is horrendous. There's no words. And we knew, I mean, we knew it would happen. Did it, was anybody thinking this wasn't going to happen? No. It's just another case of us fucking up the world and pretending like we had altruistic intentions and then just creating a shit storm of bullshit. Right. We go in because we're going to be, you know, the great saviors, Americans. We fight in a war that we ultimately then hand power and more resources over to the enemy after what? Nothing. We, you know, it's like we just emboldened them. They, we literally said we're going to have fought this for 20 years and we're just going to walk out. And so they're victorious. They, well, I mean, they the have got, they're riding high. They're probably stronger because, yes. yeah, I mean, we've, we shouldn't yeah, have been there in the fucking first place. We've been training them. We've been training them effectively now for 20 years and now given them all these tools to do this. And now we've empowered and emboldened them with our, with their win. They've won. Anybody who's ever won anything when you've, after you've won, how have you felt? Right. So that's what we've done. And we've said, hey, you guys won. Do what you want, including subjugating women on such a horrific level. We can't even fathom. Just put them in, literally make them wear a comforter around. And then when you, they get home, beat the shit out of them because there's no repercussions because women are shit. Oh, well, Katrina, they're not going to be required to wear burkas this time just to jobs. You're okay. Saying. Okay. Yeah. So, well, for for those who don't know, uh, the burqa is where it covers the entire body. A hijab covers hair and like, you you can still see the the woman's face. face. Yeah. Um, Literally the only thing exposed are your eyes. By the way, anyone who wants to wear a hijab, that's totally cool. It's forced or a burqa. You can wear whatever the fuck you want. Here's the thing. Also, All you fuckers who are complaining about wearing a mask, literally go fuck yourself. There are women in Saudi fucking Arabia, in Afghanistan, the hottest fucking place on the planet, wearing a goddamn comforter around their whole fucking body, but their eyes. I'm done. Wear a mask. Get vaccinated. (laughs) 
I'm just like, that's the kind of thing. That's what, when people are like about the masks and all of this stuff, I'm like, literally not the worst thing I've ever had to be subjected to is wearing a mask. And like, and we forget that there are women literally being beaten because they're women and being forced into wearing burkas. And they're when they say they're not going to force them into wearing burkas, is that like they're not going to write it down on a law? Because I can, I promise you, they're oh, going yeah. to be forced into wearing burkas. I don't think we need to be trusting anything the Taliban says. Right. But even, <laughs> even like, so they say it. What What is that? I mean, okay, so they're going to just pretend it's not a thing. And ultimately, when a woman walks out of her house, her husband's going to say, oh, you're not wearing your burqa? Or you better put your burqa on or you're going to get murdered in the street. Right. So, so hope you're having a great day. (laughs) Well, listen, we're having a better fucking day than every woman in Afghanistan. So put your bitch in for once. And remember, you know, we're pretty fucking fortunate here. And even our, our shitty country that's doing a lot of stuff wrong. We have the freedom to not to, to go to school, to have jobs, you know, but it's also a good reminder because I do see a lot of parallels. I, I saw some guy getting really upset because he said people were comparing the Texas abortion ban to Sharia law. And he didn't well, appreciate that because, well, he didn't appreciate that because the Taliban has misused Sharia law. He said the, the real comparison here is not this is like Sharia law. The comparison here is religious extremists in Islam and religious extremists in Christianity. Yeah, I'm saying we're letting not religion control government. decisions by the state. That's right. And and so what we're saying is we're doing the exact same thing. We are. We are doing yeah. Sharia. And we're, that's why it's important to not only be great draw the parallel, have, but to be vigilant to protect it. Yeah. And we have to draw the parallels because what happens when you know extreme, you know, conservative Christians take over and start running the government, which is what is happening. When, when Margaret Atwood wrote The Handmaid's Tale, she said that she didn't include anything that hadn't actually happened somewhere. Of, co- of course not. Are we under the impression that ha- a hands- Handmaid's Tale is fiction? Because right. it may be an, a writing of fiction right now, but it's 100% based on actual reality. Yeah, Things that still happen, by the way. This isn't something that just went away also this isn't time relevant it's oh it's been relevant it's been relevant since women have been giving birth okay and we're created if that's how you think of it but it's okay whatever oops i'm done i hate something happy i hate everybody so much well he was the one getting fiery and we had told him he had to be the the happy one and earlier he was like this went badly quickly. <laughs> this is being quiet now. We're all we're all round, rowdy. Say something I mean, hilarious. Okay. <laughs> oh, Mitchell. Okay. Well, I guess since this was such a lovely episode, we can be done. Um, Should wait. I, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Should we like? I was trying to think of like a way to end it, like. Should we like say something we're like grateful for? Or like always have a- no, I think that we just end it and don't force that. That's <laughs> it. You just became the person that was at a birthday party and says, 
Okay, everybody, can I have your attention? Let's all just go around the table and say something we like about Jerry. Do we do that? I've never, ever had that be a thing. I have, and it is horrible. And everybody goes, shut the fuck up, Jerry. <laughs> well, here's Wait, what I'll Jerry say. Jerry people to say nice things about Jerry? Jerry, yes. make everyone say nice things it's about It's always him. Jerry. <laughs> it's like it's always Karen kind of thing. Um, yeah. I will say it is, it is one of those things where I tell people all the time, I'm like, look, and, and Rin, you're the one who like the first time, I think you're the person who said it to me, you know, misery isn't a competition. Yes. A lot of things are not a competition. Our experiences, our tragedies, our joys, they are, we are not in competition with one another, Correct. but this is one of those times where it's, it is good to have some perspective and gratitude for the privileges, even when we, they are being stomped upon that we do have, because we do have a, a great many that a lot of people in the, in the world don't have. So, um, it is like when you're kind of complaining and bitching and like, you know, my diatribe on masks, but whatever it is that your current complaint is just kind of, it's okay to be suffering and struggling, but also keeping perspective helps keep you like sane, to be honest with you. Um, and so, that's, that's, that's what I'll say about like gratitude and everything and just being, you know, mindful. Well, that's, I mean, I think gratitude in this time is kind of some basic self-care. Yeah. So because all of this crazy shit is happening around us, Katrina's right. Like to stay sane, we do need to remember like the good things as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. it's not, oh, it could get worse. It could be worse. It's more like, I'm just, I'm grateful for the privilege that I have and that I possess. And so, and that comes in a lot of ways. Um, so. I would recommend watching Ted Lasso. I love that show. I haven't, so I can't much. log into freaking Apple plus it will. Oh I mean, God. my Apple TV will not work. Well, if Katrina, you this episode is not about you being old and not knowing how technology works. This That's is your face. Randy was just telling me about it too. She's like, you need to watch this. It's the greatest show ever. And so if you want to feel better about the world around you, watch Ted Lasso. I also love Jason Sudeikis and like he, I think he's dating someone now, but like I could possibly be your woman and I will leave Donnie tomorrow. I think Olivia Munn just recently like left him for like Harry Styles Olivia or Wilde. something. That's Olivia what I Wilde. said. Yeah. Nope, you said, said Olivia Munn. No, I did. You did. There's no so I like how she went older that. and then younger, which is kind of like what I'm going to do, but I'll take Jason even though he's older. It's fine. All right. Yeah. Well, there's our positive. Um, there's our gratitude <laughs> moment. Jason <laughs> Sudeikis is yes. just- I'm the goldfish because it only has a 10 second memory or a five second memory oh, or something well, like that. oh yeah and you know what um so find us on that uh, that other f-word.com facebook instagram that other f-word pod um you can email us that other f-word at gmail let us know what you want to hear us talk about um and uh remember feminism isn't a bad word in afghanistan and texas fucking suck, suck.